afternoon, everyone. Uh, yeah, I know, not not the usual intro. Um, that's because my mind has been on, you know, this incident, the shooting that happened in Texas. Um, and so I wanted to start the show off by just taking a moment to acknowledge that and to send prayers and aloha out to those families that have been affected. I know as a globally, we've been going through a lot these last couple of years. But, you know, these, these shootings that have been happening more frequently in places like schools, grocery stores, churches even. You know, I don't know where that stems from, uh, but I know this. I know that there's people out there that need help, that need aloha. And I just wanted to sort of start off by, you know, sending that aloha out to Texas. I just, I can't even imagine. All of us that have families, that have children, that have a brother, sister, like anyone that has family, because this can happen to anyone anywhere. Um, it hits home. And so just wanted to send those prayers and aloha out to all of you um, in Texas. Not just the people affected, but that community, because everyone's devastated by this. So uh, with that, uh, thank you for, for joining in and tuning in. To another episode of the CO2 Rundown, I'm your host, Chad Owens. Let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. Jason Kaneshiro has an article in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser highlighting, yet again, our University of Hawaii Rainbow Warrior men's volleyball team. You know, it's talking about this season. Obviously, hey, back-to-back national champions. But most were saying that wasn't or shouldn't have been the case, right? This is going to look at as a season of rebuilding. Um, we're going to be competitive, but to go back to the national game and win it again? Maybe unlikely. Why? Well, we had only three starters returning. We lost four All-Americans of that 2021 national team, national championship team. And so all those questions, all of those things arose before this season. But hey, like Rainbow Warriors do, we rose to the occasion. Uh, and the difference this year, and what Coach Charlie Wade said is that, hey, last year we had All-American. We had individuals that could carry the team. Whereas this year, we had more adversity. We had guys coming in and out. We came together as a team. They didn't have the top and best individual players. But we, hey, we got some talent, though, right? We have some talent. But at the end of the day, we became the best team. And that speaks volumes to the culture that coaches has been brewing to those guys that left the leadership and the way it's supposed to be done, what they left behind for these guys is, is the difference makers. This is how you create legacy and consistency and back-to-back national championships. And because of the way we did it this year, because of the adversity we overcame and coming together as a team, being the best team in the end, number one, that's why we got it done. And secondly, I believe, this is why, 
next year, not to put any pressure on, but I feel as if we have a legit shot of going for the three-peat because we will be the best team going into that 2022-2023 season. Let's go, Bose. We staying right here with Jason Kanashiro and the University of Hawaii Rainbow Warrior men's volleyball team. But on this one, he's talking about our fans. The best volleyball fans in the country. And Coach Charlie Wade said it best. He says, hey, the championship wasn't won only for you. It was won because of you. And he's referring to the fans. And you know what? Like To go through a season, and I talked about this on the show before, to play seasons in any sport with no fans in the stands during the pandemic, I couldn't even imagine it. Because through, all throughout my entire sports career, there were fans in the stands. And so for these young men and women who have gone through that, even professionally, right, everywhere, there were no fans. To have gone through that, to have played your whole life with fans, and all of a sudden, you show up and there's no one in the stands. It's like practice. You know, that's, that's tough. It's hard in those moments where you need to dig deep and need the fans' energy to get you over the hump. And that's exactly what Coach Wade said the difference one was in those moments, especially here at home. That electric, that energy. He said, it's real. And I can attest to that. It is real. Right? When I was back there lining up, you know, I'm talking about here in Hawaii at the Aloha Stadium for a punt, and there's the chanting, there's the crowd, there's the energy. It makes a difference. And so I got to shout out our fans for being the best fans in the country. You guys make a difference. And not just in volleyball, we need to show up for every sporting event there is at the University of Hawaii, at our high schools. We need to be there for our children, for our athletes, to show them the support and to give them that little extra energy when it's the fourth quarter, when it's the final set, when the game's on the line and they got to dig a little deeper to find something. It's because of you. So mahalo to all of you fans out there who show your support day in and day out, regardless of the scores and the records. It is time for the Hawaii Grown Report by Billy Hall. And today, feature athlete is Jacob Hendelater, a former Iolani Raider, now playing shortstop for the Davidson College Wildcats. I'm just going to say this. Jacob is balling right now. He's got his team, along with his teammates, obviously, but his play is helping them be on the verge of an NCAA tournament berth. Let me just give you some stats right now for all you baseball people out there who understand this. Jacob is currently batting 335. He's got 14 doubles, 11 home runs, 54 RBIs, and 51 runs uh, scored. That's phenomenal, right? He's at the top of his game right now, and I'm going to tell you why. Jacob, as a you know, freshman, experienced and watched you know, his teammates, seniors, and also his season get cut short because of the pandemic. He witnessed seniors play their last baseball game ever. And that's it. Just like that. Done. 
And he's saying because of that experience, he and his teammates that, that experienced that gained perspective on enjoying the moment, being present, making every practice, making every play count, making every game count. Not just during those times, but hey, the times outside of the field, outside of the school space, enjoying each other's company. And he said it's because of that, it's because of that loose, relaxed, let's just have fun feeling has allowed them to play loose and relaxed. In sports, the more loose you can be, the more relaxed you can be, the more prepared you are, the better you play. It's, that's just the way it is. And so, you know what, uh, Jacob, you, you along with so many other athletes out there have gained so much perspective through the pandemic. So, hey, congratulations on that. You know, there's, that's a way to take adversity and allow it to fuel you and, and just provide that, that perspective that you need to be your best. So good, good luck, um, finish strong, and go get that NCAA tournament berth. Our University of Hawaii Rainbow Warrior baseball team has a special player. They're all special. But today, Steven Sai is talking about fan favorite Scotty Scott and his journey uh, and his career, what he's, what he's had to go through, all the adversities, and where he's headed. And so uh, with that, I got a chance to catch up with Steven, and we talked about Scotty Scott. Check it out. Okay. Hey, my guy, Steven Sai. Man, thanks for joining me here on the CO2 Rundown again. How you doing? Congratulations on uh, another family graduation, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My daughter, just uh, Sierra Lynn, just uh, graduated eighth grade. So she's getting ready to head to high school next year. She's going to Moanalua. All right. That's a good school. It's gonna be there fun. you go. Fun times ahead. Um, and talking about fun times ahead, you know, we want to talk about Scotty Scott. He's a fan favorite of, for our University of Hawaii Rainbow Warrior baseball team. Um, tell us about you Scotty Scott. He's from Texas, and he's tough. And, like, he, he takes so many beanings. He, he stands really close to play. play. You know, he'll, he'll, he's just an aggressive guy. He's running hard. I don't know why he's not a slap back. I, I mean, uh, if you're from Texas, aren't you supposed to play football? I mean, I get, I mean but, they know. say. They say, yeah. but. Friday night lights, but I guess he wants to play on Friday and Saturday and Sunday, and that's the beauty of baseball. You play a lot. Yeah, but you know what thing uh, Coach Pat, uh, you know, um, Coach Hill, sorry, Rich Hill talks about uh, mm-hmm. Pat Hill. You, I went back to, like, my Fresno There you go, there, yeah. Steven. Wow. There's, there's some Flash football. Fast. Coach uh, Rich Hill mentioned his character and his leadership and that yeah. grit that he brought, that he brings to the team. I yeah. think that sort of helped mold mm-hmm. that character of that, of that, of that baseball team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. And I mean, he was the leadoff guy for a long time. And that's what you want of your leadoff guy, a tough guy to set the tone and everything like that. And, you know, UH lost a lot of guys. They had, they had to play small ball and everything. And that's a different kind of ball. A lot of bunting, a lot of running and all that. And, and you got to be aggressive and you got to fight for things and things like that. And I think that's it's good to have a fighter who was at the top of the lineup. Now he's all over the place in the lineup. But, you know, he's he's hurt. The guy's playing with basically uh a, you know, ruptured elbow, but, you know, on his throwing arm. But, you know, he gets out there. He makes catches, makes throws. Yeah. He hurts. No, and he aches. He hurts. You know about aching and hurting, huh? But, hey, that, that's the life of an athlete. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's going through something. You're going to play through a little bit of 
discomfort, you know, mm -hmm. and that's just the way it is because you go through so hard during the off season to prepare for the season yeah. and you know, Hey, injuries happen. It's part of sports. And you know, some injuries, it's like coaches always say, Hey, are you hurt or are you injured? Mm -hmm. You know, what are the, what is it? If you're hurting, you still, you probably still playing. If you're injured and it's, it's causing you to be sidelined, that's a different story, but playing hurt. Yeah. yeah everybody goes through it. And, and I guess um, your, your time is so limited, in, in, especially in college sports, and the opportunities are so um, few. I mean, you're training all year long. You know, you know how it is for football. You're training all year long for 12 or 13 games, and you miss a game. That's, that's, that's a lot of training that, you know, just, you know, wasn't utilized. Yeah, and, and baseball is different too, right? It's, it's, they play, mm -hmm. They're playing series every single week. Yeah. You know, the three-game series is two days, two days on, one day off maybe, and another game. But it's some days three in a row. And mm -hmm. it, it's, it can get taxing on, on, on the body, on the elbows, all the throwing, on mm -hmm. the back, all the, all, the, all the swings, all the cuts they take during practice even. So it, it can get a little taxing on the body. Um, but you know what? That's, that's part of sports, Stephen. And that's part of Scotty Scott's story and that resiliency and that overcoming adversity and all the experiences that he's gone through as a mm -hmm. player yeah. is going to help him be a great coach. Talk to us about that. Yeah. So um, after season, he's finally going to have the surgery and then he's got a job. He has a chance to come back. It's the COVID year. They give you one more year. He decided, you know what? I'm, I'm done playing. I, I want to help him coach. So he, he's coaching some youth leagues right now, but he's going to coach at Cuesta college and uh, get his coaching, uh, you know, career underway. And that's, that's the beauty. He just wants to stay in the sport and, you know, why not? If you can get into coaching early, get into coaching early. Anything to kind of be active and keep with the sport. And you know what? If he still wants to play, I'm sure there are a bunch of softball leagues will have him. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And he, I saw he quoted uh, him saying, you know, he hopes one day that his son will be playing baseball for the University of Hawaii. I mean, that's, that's something I'm, I'm literally like, I saw that and I'm living it right now, right? My son. Yeah, I mean, University that is something, isn't it? playing football and yeah it, it is it is it is a dream come true and um you know and hey and he just may go out for the baseball team in the spring just saying steven just saying he should he should yeah why not yeah he's got yeah. speed he can catch he can throw that's pretty yeah, much no, he's, it he's actually a really good baseball player so yeah, uh -huh. we'll see what happens there but here's what i want to talk about to finish up mm -hmm. you know it's like i feel like our baseball team started to hit their stride midway yeah. three quarters of the way through. It's like, man, if we just had a little bit more length of a season and more of a chance to, you know, stay on this momentum, um, we'd be right there in, in, in the thick of things, right. Giving ourselves a chance. But I think next season we're, we're going to be in a way better place starting out. Right. And it was a new uh, regime this year, new culture being built, not trying to make any excuses for our guys, but we found our stride and man, you know, we, we've we've proved that we can be a, a really good ball club. And that's a shame of it because uh, the Big West, I believe, is the only baseball college league that doesn't have a, a postseason tournament. And, yeah. you know, I, I get it wires it down, but you gotta you got to have people give a chance. Like, you know, you can't be, you have a bad, you know, March or something, and all of a sudden you're out of it and you've got nothing to play for in the next two or three months. You've got to have something to play for. And, and it's not so much um, Hawaii – trying to fight for second place, which doesn't mean anything if you finish second or 11th. But the fact is when you're the team's fighting for six, when every team has a shot 
when every game at the end of the season means something, that's good for the fans. That's good for teams. That's good for everybody. And, you know, it, and it does reward teams that get strong at the end. Hawaii right now is one of the hottest teams. You know, they've, uh, you know, they just, they've won seven series in a row. They're just doing phenomenally. I think they're, they're 15, three, uh, the last 18 games are just, there's just a team just on the rise and everything. And I think it's too bad. They don't get rewarded for that. And, yeah, um, I agree. Every sport, you know, the pros, major leagues, NFL, every team rewards teams that don't win divisions or anything. But, you know, and a lot of times you'll find, right, it's the wild card that wins the Super Bowl. So, I mean, I think it's it's good. It gives everyone a shot and it's more. But, you know, um, the voting's out right there. I think there's a one coach holding out and uh, um, it's a shame because I think uh, everyone needs to be rewarded. And it'll get more teams into the tournament if you have a, 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 a tournament winner and you have a regular season winner in there. Yep, I agree. I agree. So, um, hey, regardless, this is this is the finale for our, our, our Rainbow Warrior baseball team this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, good luck to them. Let's finish strong. And let's just build off of this, right, going into next season. That's that's the way I'm going to look at it. we got we got to take the positives and build off of it and be even better come, come next year. And you know what's coming around the corner? Because, you know, sports never ends. Football's just starting their training again. They're in the offseason. And, uh, this is this is this is where games are won. It's won in the off season, and this is where you get bigger, stronger, things like that. And you know, training camp is going to be you know to hone the offense, the defense. But you know, the off season when nobody's watching except uh, your your coach, uh, your uh, strength coach. I mean, that's that's where the work's put in. That's where games are won, and uh, you know yep. that. I, I used to see you out there on the summers. Nobody's watching you. You're even bringing out the old you know your own water. You're you know you're, you know if people need taping. You're taping them, and so. Um, it's, it's a good time for team bonding. It's a good time for individual motivation, isn't it? Yeah. And it just, it just shows who is fully bought in. You know what I mean? Who's willing to do it when no one's watching? You know, who's, who's willing to go out there and, and take leadership and take ownership and say, hey, guys, this is what we're doing. We're going to be meeting this time every day. And this is what we're doing. And that's what we did. We, we, we competed throughout the whole summer in preparation for, for fall camp. Like that is the entire year was devoted to that next season, like preparing ourselves as individuals, but also collectively as a group, as a team, as an offense, defense, to be better and to and come training camp, we're going to be firing on all cylinders. Like spring ball was just like that. You look forward to spring ball, but I look more forward to the summer because I know we're that much closer to the fall camp, that much closer to the season. But that's where I'm going to separate myself from everybody else. And you know why, too? Because, you know, um, Fresno State and San Diego State and UNLV, they're doing the same thing in 100-degree weather. And they're, they're not taking days off either. So if you're not keeping up or if you're not setting your own pace, you're, you're falling behind, right? Exactly. Exactly. So lots to look forward to, Stephen, in the coming months. And right. um, we're going to be right here on the CO2 Rundown to bring it all to you. All right. Take but care. Right on, Congratulations hey, again on your family. Appreciate it. Yes. Thanks again so much. We'll talk okay. soon. Aloha. And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon. I want to say mahalo to Long's Drugs for all of your support. Let's continue to make Long's Drugs a part of our day. And once again, I just want to send tons of aloha. And please join me, say some prayers, send your aloha out to these communities and the people affected 
but this horrific event in Texas. Enjoy the rest of the day, guys, and I'll see you come Aloha Friday.